The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome to the Source of Truth podcast on this Tuesday morning. And I'm glad you're with us this morning as we take time uh, to dive into God's Word just for a couple of minutes on this Tuesday morning. And we're glad you're with us. We're in Psalm chapter 127 this morning. And I would say that if you've been in or around church for any extended period of time, you've more than likely heard somebody teach or preach or reference this passage. Um, I've referenced this one not that long ago in reference to child ring and things like that in our own church. And so it's easy um, to look at this. And what we do sometimes when we look at passages that we're familiar with, we have a tendency to kind of roll beyond it. I already know this. And I think what happens is familiarity. Some people say familiarity breeds contempt. Sometimes when we're convinced that we already know everything we need to know about a said passage, we have a tendency to ignore so many powerful truths. Maybe, you know, we grew up on it. Stories like David and Goliath and Daniel and Lion's Den, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And we have a tendency to remember the great truths we got when we were younger or that are, you know, we see them kind of as children's stories. And there are so many powerful truths in them that we need for daily life. And today is one of them. Now, this one works specifically towards family. Um, that, now, let me tell you what I mean by that. If you say, well, I'm not a parent. Okay, we're talking about home. He says it's in verse 1, except the Lord build the house. So he's talking about all aspects of the home. So you may be a grandparent and praying for your grandkids and your children. You may be a child praying for your parents or praying for your future. You may be a parent uh, praying for your kids or your marriage, things of that nature. This really covers. You, there, there may be your relationship and you're praying for one day reconciliation with someone outside of it or in a different part. Uh, there could be all kinds of parts to it. And, and I said sometimes when we look at all of this from a human standpoint, it can become discouraging. Uh, relationships without a doubt can be and more than likely are one of the more messier parts of life. Um, because you, you, when you get involved in a relationship, when you allow yourself in, it's also a great place you can get hurt if you're not careful. Or even if you are, it just can be. And so a lot of times we say, I don't want anything to do with that. I encourage you, God designed them to be a help. And yet, with, he needs to be the center of them. What God designed to be one of the greatest and most helpful things in your life uh, can become the most hurtful if you and that other person are not allowing God to be the center of it. So let's talk, let's work through these passages. I'm going to read the whole thing real quick once, and then we'll go down and break up each, pa- each verse. Verse 1, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows. For so he giveth his beloved sleep. Lo, children are inheritance of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. And its arrows are in the hand of a mighty man. So our children of the youth, happy is the man that hath a quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. So when we look at this passage, he's obviously talking about the home. And so we start in verse 1. Except the Lord build the home, build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watch and waketh but in vain. So there's two aspects for it. You have the home and the, and the city. And he's using two different truths, two different aspects of this. And so what, what we're going to do is we're going to evaluate this. Really, he's, he's giving the same principle. Whether I am trying to protect a city, whether I'm trying to build my home, it is, it is the word vain, empty. It is pointless to do it if I try to do it on my own strength. So except the Lord build the house, 
They labor in vain to build it, build it up, strengthen it. They labor in vain that build it. You can put as much effort into all you want into your home, but if God is not the center of it building it, the ultimate is going to be empty. What you hope, if you, what you hope as a Christian, even in life, to get from it, you're going to miss because God, we need to have God, I don't be careful to use the phrase God infused into it. God needs to be what we build on. He needs to be the foundation of what we build on. And if we do that now, Here's a question, and it's a question that I've asked myself and been asked. So I'm doing that because I, I'm in church, and I have my kids in church, and I have my kids in a Christian school, and therefore I've done my part. Can I encourage you in one area? It's an area that I have been challenged in. It's an area I've challenged some, and I don't mean this to be harsh, but very honest. Too many times, I believe this, as a pastor, 21 years in ministry, been in you know, our kids in Christian school all their lives, can I encourage you that one of the things that I've seen that scares me a little bit is we have a responsibility to build our house on the Lord. Uh, what we've done is we've put our kids in church, put our kids in youth group, put our kids in Christian school, and we feel like, hey, we've done our part, move on. And we feel like the youth pastor or the pastor or the school administrator, they're the ones who are going to build that. Now, it's good to have them there because that's part of the foundation, but here's the problem. If I put them in circles where certain foundations are being taught, but then they come home to something the opposite, all you're gonna show your kid is hypocrisy. You're gonna show your kid that what you want them to believe is empty and pointless. And so if, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that, you know, because sometimes Christian schools have certain rules and, you know, oh, I, I don't wanna live by those rules. I'm, I'm not saying all that at home and we have our own rules. What I'm saying is when a church and a youth group and a Christian school talks about the importance of God, the importance of church and the importance of walking with God, but as parents, we don't even attend church. Why would we assume that our kids want anything to do with it? We, we can't force our kids to do something, but we can show them how real this is to us. And so unless God and his principles and his commandments and his, his church are important to us, why would they ever be to our children? They won't be. Our children will sit back and say, I want nothing to do with that. So unless God is the core, so that starts, number one, not just in my marriage, although it's there, it starts in my life. Number one, if God's going to build something in my life, it must start with me. Now, please understand, I'm not trying to put a guilt trip because every parent who has a child that didn't turn out 100%, let me put it this way, every, every parent gets concerned about their children. They have this dream of where they're going to be, that they won't repeat the same mistakes we did, things of that nature. And if we're not careful, we can begin to blame everybody in the world, but then generally we just carry this massive amount of guilt because we just didn't feel like we've done right or we're failing or doing things like that. Can I encourage you? You can't, you can't bully, I'm careful, you can't push people to believe in your God or follow. God does the one, is the one that reaches out to them. So what do I do? I stay strong in my journey, my walk, my love in God. I make sure that my life is built on his foundation. And then from there, I build up my marriage is on my foundation. Or if it's not, then how I parent or how I work. I make the truths of the word of God real to me. I'm not talking crazy religious, you know what I mean? I'm not talking about super serious and all I do is pray all day long and read the Bible all day long and support to do those things, but I'm talking real. Right? So, you know, I don't go to church and act a certain way and then go home and be the opposite. I'm talking that what I hear from the Word of God, what I learn in the Word of God, I'm, I'm trying to learn, I'm trying to grow, I'm, I'm sharing with my family. This becomes real. Kids generally growing up look for real. 
They're not looking for perfect. Frankly, they consider perfect to be fake because no one is. They're not, they're looking for real. They're looking for someone who wants to do right and acknowledges and when they mess up, but wants to do right and doing better. And, but they make it serious. They say, I want to do everything I can to be serious. Now, obviously I'm looking at the time. We, uh, we're, we're just going to get this one verse, but I'm going to encourage you in one thought. Uh, we'll probably get to it again tomorrow, but I want to, I want to encourage you in one thought. A lot of times what happens when we feel like we're not doing this well, we, we feel like I have failed and then our parent, our, you know, if our children are wayward, it's my fault or things of that nature. And, and there's things I can do better. Maybe things that I do need to go to my children and apologize for things that I've done or things I didn't do or how I live. Maybe that's it. I got to get right with God and get right with them. Maybe, maybe that's it. But here, here's something that if I have done everything I can. I'm right with God. I'm walking in God. I'm doing right. I'm, I'm not living in bitterness. I'm not living in sin. I'm, I'm not blaming the world for my problems. And I'm doing everything I can to love my kids and do right. And, and the best of my ability, I'm right with God. There is a, sec, a verse in here that's powerful. Um, verse 2, it is vain for you to rise up early to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he giveth his beloved sleep. So he goes, it's vain for you to sit up anxious, nervous, concerned about the future of your children when there's nothing really at some point you can do. If you're building right now your life, and some, some of you have come to Christianity later in life, and that's part of the battle you have in your life, but if you build right now, all you can do is right now, build your life right now on God, and then you continue to love your kids and continue to try to encourage them in the Word of God. God is going to use that. God is going to, he says, listen, you can stay up all night long and get anxious and panic and even pray all night long, but if you're doing everything you can, that's empty. God gives his beloved sleep. Here's what he says. All you can do is your part. You come to me and you place them at my feet. You love me, love them, serve me, continue to love them and serve them, go to sleep. Let me take care of them. It's not the easiest thing to do, but it is the right thing to do, and it's something we need to do. Now, maybe we do need to get some things right, so evaluate your heart. Lord, what can I do? What can I do that I would never be right, number one, be right, and that later I, I can be that encouragement and restoration or whatever is needed. But I encourage you, the key is this. The key is not yell at your kids or fuss or change your view or leave church because this didn't happen. Right? The key is let's get real. Let's get serious about us with God. And, and, and not fake and not putting out a, a spiritual front as people want to do, but just get real with our needs before God, our help God, get into church, be active, and, and allow that to be the leading point that our kids see. They're going to follow what they see. They're not going to follow what they're told. They're going to follow what they see. And so let's give them a heart for God, and they see it in us, and a heart that's real. It's not fake. It's got its good days. It's got its bad days. We mess up, but it's real. That is the core to the beginning of any strong relationship. Well, thanks for joining us this morning on this Tuesday. Honestly, I anticipated to do the whole chapter. I didn't expect to get halfway through one verse, uh, but I do appreciate the privilege. Uh, to be part of your day and your morning. Hope this was a help. Hope it was an encouragement. If you're a parent, there's been times you've been overwhelmed at any age, whether you have a brand new baby and all the fears of the future or whether your kid's out of the home and you think of all the things you should have done differently. We all have been there. Don't let it overwhelm you. Rest in God and give it to Him. And someday you will see how God will work in the lives of your kids. Thank you for the time you've given us, given me to be part of your day. We hope it's a help and we hope you join us again tomorrow. God bless.